We're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. We are. A lot of stuff. Is it a lot? Kind of. Okay. There's some stuff we got to talk about. It's, it, there's there's other stuff we got to talk about. And then there's some other stuff we got to talk about. Some of it we've already touched on a little bit. Yes. Actually, uh, a couple things we've already touched on a little bit. True. Uh, one thing we have already done an episode on. We're going to mm-hmm. kind of make an addendum to that, mm-hmm. as they say. Um, the others we haven't talked about. And then some other stuff within another thing we're talking about we have talked about before. <sighs> It's very, very confusing, but we're gonna we're gonna figure it out as we go along. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Season Lamb Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. It is episode one hundred and forty-four. Whoa, that's a lot of episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm Jared, joined as always by the darkest of Doc Owls and Ladyum. <laughs> Hello, and uh, we are here to discuss some stuff. Mm-hmm. Could be a, a bit of a grab bag, if you will. It could be a grab bag. I, I actually hold on. I do have a bag. <gasps> I just have to helpful. stand up. All right, because Max ended up having the Taco Bell bag from the other day that he was hanging out in. Mm-hmm. So now. Do you hear our paper bag? I hear a bag. I hear you're 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 diving in there. You're you're getting deep in those crevices to find what we're going to talk about today. Max is like, can I get in that bag now? You're, he's like, oh yeah, let me in. I want to make noise. There you go, bub. Anyway, that was our grab bag. Oh, uh, remember the times when Max would just like get in a bag and just make all the noise during a podcast? I mean. He hasn't in a while, but I haven't had paper bags in a while, so we'll see how this one goes right now. But right now, he's sitting next to me, so he might be okay. That used to be a regular occurrence. That and scratching in the litter box. It's true. We don't hear any of those things anymore. We don't. That's because you are, like, three places removed away from that. (laughs) But also, like, have basically double the square footage. That's true. That is a big improvement. That makes a difference. Usually, how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today we are going to be discussing uh, the recent Nintendo Direct, which apparently mm-hmm. we did this last year as well, around the same time. Nice. So, just keeping in tradition. Annual uh, tradition at this point. Basically, clearly, <laughs> uh, we will be discussing some of the some of the new stuff that was featured in Catherine Full Body. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to talk about a game we played. That's really not we do, we can't really talk a lot about it because it's not like a story-based game or anything like that, but we're going to talk about Human Fall Flat. we got to talk about the fun times we had with the it. The fun times we had with that. But first, let's start off with this dangled Nintendo Direct, which happened last Wednesday. It did. I believe that was the day. Um, we gave our predictions on our on our on on last week's episode about what mm-hmm. we thought might happen, and being the very optimistic people we are, we were like, yeah, none of that stuff's going to happen. <laughs> We're like, this is what we want to happen in an ideal world, but that's never going to happen because we've been asking for it for years and it mm-hmm. hasn't happened. So, like, we're defeatists. We were very much defeatists going in. Uh, so the the game plan for this Nintendo Direct going in was that they announced that they were doing one. It was going to be 40 minutes, give or take, in length. And mm-hmm. two of the things they were going to focus on was Pokemon Sword and Shield and Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about those off the bat here firstly. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield... You get you you get to camp. Yep. 
You get to camp with your Pokemon. You can make them curry, and there's like a thousand different ways to make curry. They announced some new Pokemon. There was like one that's a ghost in a teacup. Mm-hmm. And the other was like a water bird or something. Uh, a bunch of character customization stuff. Um, I think that's basically it. Camping was like the big thing they they showed off because that was a, yeah. a new feature that they were they were touting. Um, they showed off some stuff from Animal Crossing, which I thought was actually kind of lackluster because a lot of the stuff they had showed off they showed off when they were demoing it at E three. Mm-hmm. So like the crafting stuff they'd already shown off, the the phone stuff they'd already shown off, like wasn't a whole lot new. A lot of like just like the island exploration stuff that was basically kind of the same. Like some there was some new stuff in there, kind of like um like the freedom to make like paths wherever you want and do that sort of stuff. Like the the pole vaulting stick, that's new. That seems kind of cool. Um, they talked about multiplayer at E three as well. So like that, none of that was new either. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of it. A lot of I know I know I know a lot of other people were very like excited about it, but I think this was actually kind of like the weakest thing in this direct for me, just because it wasn't a whole lot of new information, um, and specifically because they were touting it's like oh we're gonna take a big look at Animal Crossing and it's like oh this is stuff you talked about two months ago, and you're in it's still not coming out this year so cool I mean it still looks good like it's not like it's diminished my excitement for that game or anything but it's just like. Not a whole lot of new stuff there, huh? Hmm. Butts. But those were the two big things, and the rest of it was pretty much um, stuff they did not announce was was going to happen. Uh, they began to direct, and one of the worst kept secrets of the of rumors, and basically had already gotten confirmed the day of, was announced, and that Overwatch is coming to Switch. Hmm. Uh-huh. Which is that's going to be interesting how that game plays because you could say the Switch has questionable Wi-Fi in it at times. At times, so, yes. So uh, having a very online focused game is going to be you know intriguing to see how that holds up. I I, I kind of especially interested as well because I don't know how much like staying power Overwatch has had in 2019 compared to the past few years. Yeah. So, like, if this had come out last year, I think it would have been a bigger deal. Like, coming out now, like, in the latter half of 2019, and, like, it's still, like, it's still big, but, like, it's not as huge of a deal as it would have been, like, last year, per se, or maybe even the year before that. But it is what it is. Uh, they showed off some new stuff about Luigi's Mansion 3, some new uh, hotel floors that were, like, weird levels hidden throughout it. Um, a sharky. There was a shark that turns into a, a boss of some sort. They showed off a multiplayer mode where it's a bunch of Luigi's facing off a bunch of Gooigi's. <gasps> Which is sure. All right. Uh, and then they announced the real estate, real estate for this game finally. Mm-hmm. Which is the perfect real estate for it of Halloween. Yay! So. 10.31 is when that is going to hit. I'm so excited for that, honestly. Like, I'm really, really big into Luigi's Mansion, which people know if they've listened to this for a while. Um, And I had to, like, go and watch the trailer to see if the sharky was okay, because I was like, ooh, but the shark's fine. Mm -hmm. So I'm still excited. You gonna Uh, play with me? Do what? You gonna play with me? I don't know. Wow. I I haven't really played a Luigi's Mansion game, so... I have the, the, the first 3DS one, but I never really played it that much. So, 
I don't know. We'll see. Uh, they announced a new Kirby game. It's free to start. Yeah. It's four-player Kirby, but it's basically a mobile game, essentially. Yeah. Um, I downloaded it, and then I kind of went uh, briefly through the first bit and then didn't do anything, so... Um, I downloaded it and haven't done anything with it. Yeah. We should try that out at some point just to see what it, what it is, but I think it's basically just it's a four-player mobile-esque style Kirby game because there's like meters and time stuff and all that sort of stuff in it. So it's one of those types of games. Uh, they showed off a little bit more of the Trials of Mana remake, the uh, the, the the third of Mana game, basically the, the sequel to Secret of Mana. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Did they give this a date? I'm going to look in this video. All the, they have all the videos on the Nintendo Direct site. It's like, here you go. Uh, that's coming out April 24th, 2020. So hopefully that is a lot. Be- that's a that, hopefully that's a better remake than the Secret of Mana remake. <laughs> we can only hope. Um, an actual somewhat surprise is they announced uh, Return of the Oberdin for Switch, and that's also actually coming out to other consoles as well. But this was a very highly touted uh, game last year that came out on PC. It's coming out in fall of 2019. Um, it is made from the same dude who made Papers Please, so it has like that big pedigree attached to it um and i was very curious about it because like because i really like papers please when it came out and this is like basically a big like adventure game where you're on this boat and you're trying to solve a murder and you have to like go into like people's memories and start to figure out exactly like, what happened and everything and it looks really interesting it has a really distinct art style to it so i'm glad it's actually coming out to, to consoles as well because i don't know if my pc would have been able to handle it so <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's 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 a really cool announcement um the latest, well, I guess not the latest, but a, a non-Pokemon RPG from Game Freak is coming mm-hmm. out. Um, I forget what they actually called it. It was This was the game they formerly were calling Town. Uh, it's now Little Town Hero. And it Little is Town a, Hero, what a name. It is a strategy RPG. So you're out automatically. Pretty much. Uh, that's coming out October 16th. So right around the corner. It's weird to think that Game Freak is putting out two games within like a month of each other yeah <laughs> they're not both pokemon games wild um and then we got into some smash uh we first talked about uh the banjo and the kazooie mm-hmm. which uh, with a new update and they were released same day mm-hmm. so banjo and kazooie are out now and uh they uh they announced the next DLC character for the Smash Brothers. What a legit announcement video. Uh this had gotten rumored, but it wasn't rumored, it was a leak from Nintendo UK mm-hmm. where they put up the uh, the fourth DLC uh for purchase and at the bottom of it there was a copyright for SNK. Yep. And immediately everyone was like, "So the next character is an SNK character." Which obviously that I mean that would that's a pretty, you know, easy line to to go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also a, like a message board rumor a few weeks prior to this that said like the next character is going to be a woman and it's going to be someone that people are not asking for. Um, that in line with the the Overwatch thing, there was an Overwatch leak. I think we talked about this last week. There was an Overwatch leak of a, a, a case for the Switch and it was Overwatch branded and it, it went on Amazon and it got pulled immediately. Uh, people were putting two and two together thinking Tracer was going to be the the character for Smash. And then 
basically I think that same weekend that was when the SNK leak happened. So people were like, well, who would the SNK character be? And uh, we got our answer with mm-hmm. a fantastic uh, announcement video. That, oh, so good. I mean, I would have been okay if it was just, hey, the Neo Geo startup music and screen was the new character for Smash. That would have been amazing. Um, so yeah, they, they, they boot up the Neo Geo and it is the King of Fighters 95 intro. And you get a bunch of characters from KOF. Uh, a few characters from like Samurai Showdown show up as well. And at the end, there is one person who picks up the invitation with a blue glove. And it's Terry M- Bogard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, it was so rad. I was very, very happy with this. Uh, they didn't show off much of what he's going to do in that. They they showed off a little bit in the, the post stream they did that was kind of like a, a stream with Sakurai talking about Banjo stuff. Um, so like no final smash or anything like that, but, uh, he is coming in, I think in November to smash. Uh, and then they also announced that they are going to be making more DLC characters. So basically like a, a second fighters pack. Cause they made mention that like the new DLC characters are not going to be in this first fighters pack. Mm-hmm. So just a new, another way to sell you DLC, but that's cool. Like we have, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show or not, but like I, we might have, um, smash brothers might just be the most ridiculous video game to ever be created yeah and it's just it keeps getting more ridiculous <laughs> like you could you could say anyone's going to smash and at this point you just you have to at least somewhat consider it to be a possibility <laughs> it's true um they also announced some uh me fighter characters or costumes uh some some folks from mega man um i don't know if this is in this thing or not but there's some and the, well, the big one was sans from undertale um and he gets like an exclusive like piece of undertale music comes with him so like further proof that the soundtrack of smash brothers is also the most ridiculous thing to ever be in a video game ever mm-hmm. <laughs> it is it's, it's a wild ride but yeah terry bogart's come to smash which we were like oh hey that would happen huh <laughs> Guess it was again. like the safest bet, but even then, like I was like, I don't think I. There's part of me that's like, I don't know if they're if they're gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. Because there was times during that that video that like they they baited me, and I was like, oh no, it's gonna be this character. It's gonna be this character, and like no, but it's like oh, it's not. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I am. Uh, my 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 wish list for Terry is uh, he's getting a King of Fighter stage, which that's fine. Whatever. Even though they're they're touting him from Fatal Fury, just mm-hmm. weird. Uh, give me a Garou Mark of the Wolf's alternate skin for him. Um, I just need to make sure that he asks us if we are okay. Mm-hmm. It's really all I need. That too. I hope they uh, put in some Mark of the Wolf's music in the in the soundtrack stuff. Um, because that is banging. Yeah, it, uh, this was exciting. It really was, and it's really we exciting. Like- Oh man, this will never happen. And then it happened. We're like, yay! And I remember like my phone was just blowing up on my way back from therapy. I was like, something huge has happened. <laughs> there was a few huge things that happened. Yeah. Well, which we'll get into here in a little bit. But uh, yeah. yeah. But that one was the first mm-hmm. like really, really big and exciting thing. And I was like, dude, I'm so happy. It's also led to some interesting things from the Smash community about how people were mad. They're like, nobody knows who this character is. We How did ask for this. Know who that is? Also, the funniest thing I heard on the the bombcast today 
uh, was people apparently saying that Fatal Fury and SNK games are boomer games. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Smash community is an interesting uh, section of video games. I I I don't. What? Yeah. It's very weird how, like, that community as a whole is, like, so bizarre in terms of, like, announcements and stuff. And, like, they have, like, one of the most, like, versatile rosters in all of video games that, like, and spans nothing throughout. Is good enough. It spans throughout, like, the entire history of games. And, like, they don't, they apparently just don't care enough to, like, look up into that history or anything. But, like, I don't know. It's but weird. Also, like, how do you not know who Terry Bogart is? Like, some Smash we... fans are young. I say, are we that old? I guess so. I guess so. Speaking of old, <laughs> they showed off more of the uh, the, the Link's Awakening remake. Uh, mostly showing off here some of like the the dungeon creating creation stuff, which they uh, they 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 made mention that like if you want to share this with like a friend, you can put it on an amiibo, and that's how you can share it. It doesn't seem like there's gonna be like online sharing per se, mm-hmm. unless I missed that. That that could be a thing, but this seemed more like it was more in the line of like local sharing and all that sort of stuff. Nothing like nothing to the extent of like a Mario Maker, let's say. Um, so there's that. That game's still coming out this month, like in a week or two, I think. Wow. You're still probably not going to get that, are you? No. Okay. Um. Just figured I'd ask if your if your thoughts had changed on it or not, but. Yeah. No. I mean, that's fine. Replaying Link to the Past, uh, not Link to the Past. Um, Link's I've Awakening. Been, Link's Awakening. I've been playing Link to the Past. Um, after playing Link's Awakening recently, I'm just like. This did not age as well as people thought that it did, and I don't think that pretty graphics are going to fix that. Yeah, it's fine. Um, why'd your voice go so high? I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, I'm happy for people who are getting it, because um, mm-hmm. I know that people have been asking for this for a while, but, yeah. Uh, following that, they showed off more Dragon Quest Eleven S which is the Switch version of Dragon Quest Eleven? Also, it's a definitive edition because the <laughs> composer let them put in the symphonic versions of the soundtrack in this version, so... Mm. That's a whole other story if you if you don't know about the Dragon Quest composer, who's a yeah, real piece of work. sucks. Um, and then after that, uh, we're, we're going to need some audio for this, so... Some audio, yay! Some audio for this. Uh, they, uh, they, they went with this after Dragon Quest. Holy f- they're putting Tokyo Mirage Sessions on the Switch. Yup. Oh, man. I am so, so happy about this. I, like, I saw this, th- them say that. I saw this screen, and, like, I literally, like, I froze and was just like, what the f***? Because <laughs> this was the thing that, obviously, we have been championing, championing since the day the Switch came out. Mm-hmm. And even though, like we mentioned it at the at the end of our podcast last weekend, we've been talking about this for two and a half years at this point. Right. Part of me thought this would never happen. Uh, a lot of me thought that this would never happen. Because this is obviously that they were like, oh, it didn't sell very well. Mm-hmm. It's it's over. It's done. There was like, you know, the the dude from Fire Emblem was like, yeah, that's an Atlas thing. If they want to do that or not, obviously, and like. This is this is a game that's kind of received almost like cult status now on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. So like, and they've been putting out a bunch of like different Wii U stuff on on Switch as like remasters and just re-releases and all that sort of stuff. And this was one of the 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 hotly touted ones that people want. 
But even then, it still was like, I. it would be awesome if this happened, but I don't I don't know if it ever will. But they're Y'all, it's doing happening. it. They're doing it. No, no uh, one has an excuse now not to play Tokyo Mirage Sessions. No, they don't, because it is an amazing game. Mm-hmm. It is on the Switch, or it's going to be on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And if they don't play it, I'm going to fight them. <laughs> uh, also, there's a new song. There's a new song. Uh, Subasa just now wears glasses all the time. Which, fine. That's cool. Uh, they're putting in costumes from uh, Three Houses, the latest Fire Emblem yeah. game. Um, Your joke was making Fire Emblem Three Houses good. <laughs> Which, it, like, it's, it's the better Persona 5, and now it's the better Fire Emblem Three Houses. I mean, you're not wrong on either of these. Yep. <sighs> So uh, they also mentioned there's gonna be some, like new gameplay stuff I think as well. So I would imagine maybe there's probably like maybe a new dungeon or something. Um, Tiki comes into battle now. Yes. That's cool. Uh, this is launching January seventeenth, two days before my birthday. So like, what better way to to celebrate than by playing <laughs> Tokyo Mirage Sessions? Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp Fe Encore. And it's after my birthday. It. Yes. Um, it's the perfect gift for both of us. Yes. One thing that, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, um, one thing that we wanted to talk about at one point, and it was mainly just us, like, giggling to each other, uh, is that even the Japanese trailer had the, uh, like, U.S. version. Of the costumes and stuff, Of the costumes were like, suck it. Um, this is the one time where, like, it's the monkey's claw version, like, wish thing. We're like, oh man, I really wish Tokyo Mirage Sessions comes back. But now we also have to to, to hear the vagina bones discourse again. <laughs> it's like, oh no, but it's man, worth it because Tokyo Mirage Sessions is back. I'm I'm so ready for Tokyo Mirage Sessions, but also like vagina bones is forever ingrained into my brain and can never ever go away. And I still use that phrase as like a joke. Um. Y'all, Tokyo Mirage Sessions is really good, mm-hmm. and you have no excuses not to play it. You should play it. It's also, fantastic. like, it's just worth mentioning that, like, this direct, like, there were a lot of things in it that were just directed at me and Jared. <laughs> Seemed like it. Yeah, like, we'll continue talking about these things that were directed at me and Jared, but, like, Terry Bogard, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, like, hmm... Luigi's um, Mansion for me. Yeah. So they they so they announced Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore, oh, and then they follow it up with something that no one saw coming. They're making a sequel to Deadly Premonition. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> also, they're putting Deadly Premonition One out on Switch and calling it Deadly Premonition Origins, which is a weird thing, but that is holy. F- they're making a sequel to Deadly Premonition, of all things. Yep. Like, wow. Um, yeah, that's that's literally mind-blowing. No one saw this coming at all. Um, Swery is back on board. He is directing and writing it, so that's that's cool. Um, and it's like a, a sort of prequel and sequel? I don't know. They're making a sequel to Deadly Premonition. <laughs> Did that have a date? I need to check. Oh my god. It's so weird. Like, this Switch is, like, just a fever dream, I think, at points. Yeah. Because, like, what the f*** is happening during this thing? 
No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I know. Deadly Permission. It's out now. Yeah, I. I, I need don't the know, sequel. Like, I, I'm still kind of in shock that this direct happened, and I'm not sure that like. <laughs> I'm not sure this is this was a dream or if this is fake. If, if this was just all us like having some weird like 2019 sucks and we have to make up something to make it better kind of thing. Uh, that has no day. It's coming out in 2020. But yeah, why? why? It's amazing. Um. I even tweeted at one point during this direct that like Nintendo's out here trying to save the like hellscape that is 2019. <laughs> uh, following that, they announced Divinity Original Sin 2 is coming to Switch, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Apparently, the one really kind of wild thing about this version is that it has cross-save support with Steam. Hmm. So like apparently once you boot this up, you you like one of the first things you do is like it asks you do you have a steam account so like it just it'll cross save and you it'll just bump it up to the cloud whenever you are done playing and all that stuff so if you want to play a little bit on the go and then come back home and play it on your pc it's just it's all doing that stuff which is pretty neat i think that is a that's an out now thing let me check uh but that that's that is a very good console rpg that people really like <laughs> So, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot Switch. of good things about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that is also out today. Uh, and then we got a message from Bethesda, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, surprisingly wasn't an apology. I know they they like to do that a lot. They do. Um, they talked about how they uh, you know they they put out some them, them dooms on mm-hmm. the Switch and everywhere else, and then they're like, you know, we've been talking about old Doom, and that got us thinking about w- one of the classic Doom games that hasn't been put out in a long time. Hey, we're going to put Doom 64 on the Switch. Because <laughs> sure, why not? Wow. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, they announced a new game called uh, Rogue Company from Hi-Rez Studios who does something? Who were they? I know I, I, I heard what they did and I was like, oh, that stuff. But now I forget what they do. And now I'm like, oh. Uh, they developed Smite, which is a MOBA. They did... What else did they do? Uh, the Tribes games. They did Paladins. So a bunch of, like, uh, MOBA-type stuff and all that, so... That's a video game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, after that, they announced, uh, they talked about this being the one-year anniversary of the Switch Online service... And they are putting out a new set of games for it. Yep. The Super Nintendo Entertainment System Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> yep. Um, so a bunch of Super Nintendo games are out on the Switch now. Uh, this also coincided with the fact that they announced that they are not going to be doing monthly releases of games anymore. For the Super Nintendo and Nintendo catalogs, which is a mm-hmm. which is a bummer. Yeah, that sucks. That's, that is not cool. They're putting out a Super Nintendo controller that you can buy if you're a Switch Online member. It's 30 bucks. We only get one, which is not great considering the, the NES controllers were two-pack. Yeah. Um, let me try and see if I can find the list of games that they, they showed off. Eventually, it'll, it'll pop up. This, this preview on the, the video is not great. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so 20 games at, at launch here. This came out last Thursday, a day after the Direct. Uh, 
Brawl Brothers, Breath of Fire, Demon's Crest, F-Zero, Joe and Mac 2, Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby's Dream Land 3, Pilot Wings, Star Fox, Super, Super Stunt Race FX, Super EDF Earth Defense Force, Super Goals and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World, Super Yoshi's Island, Super Metroid, Super Puyo Puyo 2, Super Soccer, Super Tennis, and The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. Um, um, which, as an FYI, guys... um. If you're playing Mario Kart on this... It's good. It's good if you're playing it on your own system. Yeah. If, if you were trying to play online with somebody... It can be a little squirrely. <laughs> it was just awful. It was unplayable for me. Um, the Japanese uh, roster, I believe, is the same, except like I think their tennis game is different. Different tennis. Yes, it is not super tennis that they have over there. It is a different tennis game altogether. So that that was interesting. But I think everything else is basically the same. Um, it's an interesting set of games because like, it's not the Super Nintendo Classic roster. It's it's a lot of the stuff you would expect, but also some stuff you totally would not expect in the slightest. Mm-hmm. So some some fun stuff in there. Um, I'm interested to see how like the if they'll do more like ROM hack stuff like they did with the NES games, mm-hmm. um, and just see what else they will throw out on that thing in general. Hopefully, some uh, some good stuff. I've been playing Link to the Past. Yeah, no one no one's surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> I like got basically halfway through it, like in a few hours. It was awesome. That's that's the Alway. It is true. Uh, Tetris 99 is getting a 2.0 update. It's also getting a retail release. Mm-hmm. Um, they're adding in a, a few new modes uh, as part of DLC. One of them is like a a specific hopper for people who have won games only, which is interesting. Uh, they're adding in some new skins and daily missions and all that sort of stuff. So you can get like a Mario Brothers, Zelda, and Donkey Kong skin and some other like original skins as well. Uh, yeah, the game continues to be good. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. They showed off some of that. They showed off some of like the the retro stuff that's in that game, where like it's all like eight bits, eight bit uh, sprites of all the characters and stuff, and just like kind of eight bit versions of the specific like uh, modes and everything. Uh, there's a story mode in this game, because <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> that is the thing. Are you still gonna get that? I mean, I never, I don't think I was ever, like, really, like, going to get it. I just know, like, it's intriguing. You were interested in it. There's a skateboarding game in it. Tony Hawk's Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. They, they should have put Tony Hawk in this game. <laughs> Tony Hawk would probably be like, sure, whatever, I'm here now. Somebody was tweeting about wrestling the other day, and it was very weird. Tony Hawk's Twitter is a delight. That's because someone, there was a spot in one of the wrestling shows recently where someone had a skateboard and put thumbtacks on the, the, the board of it and then jumped off the top rope and landed on another wrestler. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and Tony Hawk tweeted that. Oh, my God. Uh, they're, they're putting out a another demo for Damon X Machina, which that game is coming out, like, super soon as well. That is the, the robots they're fighting. It's the mech game. You know. Mm-hmm. And then again, they went in a completely weird direction because they're putting out Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast on the Switch. Like, what? <laughs> who, A, who saw this coming beat, what? 
What? Why? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like that game is supposed like those games are good, but like what? I don't I don't know. Uh we got some like mother some montages. Uh they showed off the Switcher. The third. That game's still coming out sometime soon. <laughs> I'm just waiting for this video to play to show something else. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta buy some time. Yep, that's a bird. He just smacked that horse's butt. What? This is a beach. Uh, oh, yeah, they're putting out an Assassin's Creed collection. It is uh, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, and Rogue? It's like the two games that came out at the launch of the the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So, sure, I guess. People like Black Flag a lot. Uh, they're putting out Dauntless, which is a Monster Hunter-like game. That is coming to Switch sometime later this year. Hmm. I don't know if this is going to end with just that or if they're going to show something else. There's 12 seconds left in this video. I bet it's just that. <laughs> as that and then we got a montage of other stuff coming because there's a lot of stuff coming more games are incoming as the video says open your calendar um, so we'll, we'll breeze through these pretty quickly as the montage kicks off Just Dance 2020 November 5th 2019 because this is a Just Dance game of course it's coming out Yep, it's coming out on the Wii for the last time uh, Grid Autosport September 19th that's a simulation racing game but it's also very old it's like a PS3, Xbox 360 game. Farming Simulator 20 coming December 3rd, 2019. The the Farming Simulator esports scene is going to be hot and heavy on the Switch. Uh, the the re-release of Nino Kuni September 20th. This one does not have all like the the remaster stuff in it. NBA 2K20 September 6th. People don't like that game. They're showing a Switch Lite, but not talking about it. Uh, Call of Cthulhu October 8th. That's a spooky game, I guess. I don't know. Spooky. Uh, the Outer Worlds, coming soon, no date. <laughs> Which I think the other console versions of this game have a date, so that's interesting. Uh, Devil May Cry 2, <laughs> coming September 19th. Yep. Sure. Uh, Vampire, October 29th, that's the vampire game from the developers of Life is Strange. That's a statement. And then that's it. And then, obviously, I think in between here, this is when Animal Crossing showed up. And then they had one more thing. Hmm? Uh, so they're remaking Xenoblade Chronicles. They are. Al's going to buy that game for the third time. <laughs> I am. No shame whatsoever. And I'll probably put another 140 hours or whatever it was. Into True. It. Uh, this looks like they're basically making it in the Chronicles 2 engine. Yes. Because the, the character model for like Shulk looks like the same character model they used when he they brought him in as DLC for Chronicles 2. The Fiora one does too. Yeah. So... I mean, Chronicles 2 looked great. Like, it was a good-looking game, so... Mm -hmm. I'm so excited, and you know what we need to see? What do we need to see, Al? Ryan. Ryan time. I want to see the Ryan time, <laughs> baby! So I'm like... so excited for this. It looks beautiful. I remember, like, watching this, I was like, is this Xenoblade? And you're like, hmm! <laughs> <laughs> Just screeching. And on then the Shulk head. showed up, and I was like, "Oh, they're making, they're remaking Xenoblade Chronicles." And you're like, "Hmm." Uh, that's coming out next year sometime. They didn't give a date, just 2020. 
Um, that is the, my, the, my the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, your body is ready. <laughs> my body's so ready for that. That's the Nintendo Direct. Again, I feel like a lot of this was directed just directly at me and you. Yeah, and then just parts of it are just weird. Like, a Xenoblade Chronicles remaster, remake. Like, what? Okay, yeah, that's right up Al's alley. Like, Tokyo Mirage Sessions? Yep, okay. We've been asking that for two and a half years. Like, there's so much good here. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was just a wild ride. It was awesome. Um, I'm sad that I didn't get to watch it all live, but I watched it afterwards. Um, I, I got, like, the tail end of it live. Mm-hmm. But um, I was in therapy for a lot of it. And you had, you got a weird stream of consciousness for me as I tried to keep up with you. Keep keep it keep it, you informed. It was amazing. <laughs> I had to pull over at one point because, like, it was just text, 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 text. And I was like, something is happening, and I have to see what's happening. <laughs> so I pulled over, and then that's when, like, I saw the Terry stuff. And then, like, it, it was Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I'm um, just like, whoa. It's so exciting. It was a wild, wild, wild day. What a wild good 40 day. minutes. Um, what a good, good direct. So uh, some, some exciting stuff coming in the near future. But uh, we, we have some stuff to talk about that's happening in the present. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played through a few of the endings, uh, the new endings in Catherine, full body over the weekend. I don't think we did the K Catherine. We did not one. do the K Catherine one, but I don't, I don't know what that entails. So we we, we don't have the expertise to talk about that. But mm-hmm. we talked about we went through the rent ending. She's yes. a new character, so we got through her ending and everything. And we went through the the uh, the new Catherine with a C ending, which is the the notorious one, the infamous yes. one that that does some stuff to the game. We did both of those because um, mm. I bought full body and. Um, you watched. Yes. Which that was a, a an adventure in its own right. Watching me make Vincent like drunk dance. Well, also just having to like getting cut out near the end and figure out a way to. Oh, my God. That was so annoying. For the record, guys, if you were doing share play with somebody when playing Catherine Full Body, by the time you get to the very last like. The last two chapters. Um, yeah. They just can't see anything. It's the infamous <laughs> Atlas block scene. It blocks everything. Mm-hmm. So dumb. Because spoilers. Oh my god. Um, no, people know about the stuff in this game already. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we have mentioned before, and I don't remember what episode number we talked about Catherine. It wasn't that long ago. I think it was sometime last year. Um... We talked about it, and I am a pretty big fan of Catherine. I, I really like the original one. It's problematic, but overall, like, the story was really fun, and I really like the puzzles. Uh, episode 51. 51. Wow. December that was 2017. A, this was a bit ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about it in depth there. So if you want, like, our full thoughts, you can go there. But in terms of the new stuff... Um, I kind of, and we were agreeing on, in agreement on this. Um, there is this conversation that happens on the Ren route 
that just feels super out of place, but also feels like very, very heavy handed and um, like, hey, guys, look, we're progressive. Um, Because there's this whole conversation where they're like all talking. I guess we should mention we're going to talk about spoilers here. Oh, yeah. Spoilers for Catherine Fullbody. Because these are new endings, so. Well, this isn't even an ending. It's just a. But just, just to be, just to be fair. Um. But it's this whole conversation. It's like, oh yeah, you know, like, what do you think about same-sex couples? And it's like, okay. Um, Atlas. <laughs> it, it's, it is one of those things. It just it feels forced in a way it that feels like, so forced. the way the conversation comes up and like the responses they don't feel natural in a way and especially in regards to a game that the original content of the game is relatively untouched so there are still a lot of transphobic jokes in it um and like that sort of nature is still prevalent throughout the game in general even even in, even in the new stuff there's a lot of like just transphobia prevalent throughout the game um yeah like the whole thing where like Anytime the uh, the relationship between Toby and Erica is brought up, they're like, <laughs> um, like that's still completely intact. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's again, as I was mentioning, there's there's some very problematic things in the original Catherine. Uh, they did not fix that here, which they had a perfect opportunity to fix it and didn't, which is very Atlas of them. Um. Yeah, this this entire conversation, like a lot of the dialogue in Catherine, the original Catherine, felt like natural. And this one, it just felt like they were handed a script. It was like, hello, we're going to talk about gay relationships now. Okay, bye. It just, it, yeah, it feels unnatural. It does not feel earned in the slightest. It just feels like it's an after-school PSA. Specifically, I mean, just like we said, there's a lot of transphobia in the game all of the the blatant horrible misogyny that's just rampant throughout the game like nothing yep. about that just like feels like oh these are what these characters would talk about and it also just comes out of nowhere right like it was the first red flag for me of like oh god this is going to go somewhere that i am not sure that we want to go mm-hmm. and it went somewhere that we weren't wanting that we didn't want to go i guess for clarification cuz i don't know if we talked about this before or not, but uh, the Japanese release of, of Catherine Fullbody brought out some interesting factoids about it mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, obviously the trailers were very, uh, were getting called out for being, uh, I forget, it'd be, it was either trans- being transphobic or being like baiting towards transphobia, essentially. Both because there was no clarification of right. like what was going on. Now it was basically in reference to the new character Ren. Um, and then some stuff came out afterwards about how there is an ending where um, basically things are changed in the past and you see Erica before she is transitioned. And then once you get back to the future, she has not transitioned at all. And then in the credits for that ending, they dead name her. Mm-hmm. And That's that was, the Japanese release. Right. Um, that was a point of contention for a lot of people. Um, Which they dead named her in the original Catherine too. Right. Um it, it got to, it got to such a point where Atlas USA and then people on the uh, the voice cast for for Catherine had to come out and basically say, "Hey, we are looking into basically trying to fix up some of this dialogue and make it so that it's not as bad as 
what the Japanese version is putting out. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's a big red flag. Yeah. <laughs> that you have to, your localization team has to go to that that extent because the original game is going that transphobic. It gets, that's, that's real bad. Um, they do fix some stuff. Like, they don't dead name Erica in the credits anymore. Like, that's, that is taken care of. Um, yep. And it, it kind of, I, I don't know how much of it was them trying to fix the dialogue in places, but there were parts in the Ren route where, like, Vincent kind of just d- randomly does a 180 in terms of, like, his acceptance of who she really is or who they really are. Yeah. Because um, at first he just, like, freaks out, then immediately is just like, yeah, okay, I'm cool with this, um, and gets, like, a, a big lecture from Erica and all this sort of stuff. So I don't know how much of that is, like, the actual, the original game or localization changes or whatnot. Like, there's... I don't know. I don't speak Japanese, so I couldn't go and compare it to the original Japanese and see, per se, but I guess all this is just to say, hey, they, the, the USA and the localization team said they were going to try and fix some of this stuff. So it's not as bad as it could have been, I guess, but even still. Um, one thing that I will say as a positive for this is that um, Erica is actually a bigger character. She plays a bigger part in full body than she did in the original um which is great because eric is like one of the best written characters in this game mm-hmm. period like in the original and in this one like erica feels very real erica's hilarious and erica gives no mm-hmm. um like she's willing to constantly call these dudes out on their and it's amazing she's one of the few characters in this game who's not a complete other and utter it's true and that's one of the things that I find really interesting about Catherine in general is that um, there was almost no one who was actually a likable character in the original game, which is really rare for a game, especially like, you know, your protagonist is usually somebody that you're like, oh, okay, this is a good guy. Like, I relate to him. Or, you know, there's usually some kind of character that's like a decent person. Erica was really the only one in the original that I was like, okay, yeah, you're great. Everybody else, I'm like, you kind of suck. And like, that's honestly written in a way that it's pretty realistic. Because I mean, there are going to be a lot of people in life that just suck. But how much of that do you think was actually intentional? I don't know that it was intentional, but it's the case. Like, and especially like, thinking about it as somebody who's closer in age to these people than I was when I like originally played it, which Mm -hmm. was another conversation we had is that they're 32. I am 31. Now I was 23 when I played this originally. So obviously I've grown up a bit. Um, And so like a lot of the conversations that they've had, I'm like, okay, yeah, I could, I could see where they're coming from on that. But at the same time, I'm also like, I've dealt with people that are like you and you're an and they were an and also like it's thing you deal with in life is just people who suck but also like I wonder how realistic it is that Erica would actually like even want to be friends with these guys right um like you know I know she was friends with them in high school and I know that like they hang out at her bar and everything but at the same time like Erica you're too good for them (laughs) drop them like, they all suck. They're all assholes who essentially fake like they treat her with respect when they're just like, 
they're skirting around the uh, the 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 notion that she's transgender when Toby brings it up and everything. And like once he starts dating her, they're like, "Oh God, I can't believe you do that!" and all that sort of stuff. Like clearly, you don't respect her if you're acting in, in that sort of nature. Like they're basically all just humongous pieces. Of yeah, like, and I originally was like, "Oh, Toby's gonna be like the one person who's good," and he stays that way until the very end of um the k catherine true route where he says something that is so problematic that i was just like okay well any goodwill that you had with me toby is gone mm -hmm. um because when he finds out that she's transgender he says like i want my v card back and um, Erica's response is basically like, once that hole is punched, you can't unpunch it. Um, but, like, dude, really? Like, you're talking for days on this about, like, how in love with her you are and how amazing she is and, like, how you're so excited about this relationship. And then you're like, oh, I want my V card back. It's like, was it all about just losing the V card? Is that really what it was about? And even then you're like, even though it was super cool and you told your friends about how amazing it was, like, you're just like, no, this isn't like what I expected. And it's like, oh, get out. You're just like them. Um, so yeah, basically Catherine is a game full of mm -hmm. Um. And again, I, I really enjoyed the original. Um, just in general, thought it was, it was problematic, but good. I don't know if I would say I like this game anymore. Really? Yeah. Um, I still think that a lot of what I love about it is intact. Um, I do know that, like, there is a lot of problematic stuff about it. There is. There is a really a lot of problematic stuff. Um, but there is still a lot good in my opinion, and also like the gameplay is really fun. Um, it's also one of the um, you don't get to play as adults with adult problems a lot in video games. And, like, the whole idea of playing as somebody who has just commitment issues in general, like, that's a pretty real problem. And, um, you know, playing as somebody who, like, in their early 30s with, like, the whole idea of, like, do I get married? Do I have babies? Do I do this? Do I do that? It's like, okay, yeah, that's all stuff that makes sense. Um, I do think that the full body additions ruin any of that goodwill that it the original had um because one narratively it made zero sense to not have erica transition mm -hmm. like there was no reason for that um they don't explain it um it's just this bizarre thing that they're like, oh, by the way, Erica's just not going to transition. It's like, why? Like that, why? <laughs> um, it just kind of felt gross. And then there's the whole Ren thing. Mm -hmm. And we've had some discussions via text about this. Um, so super duper spoiler alert. Um, Ren at some point 
um, is taking a shower and has a towel on. Vincent comes into her their room, um, and the towel is dropped. It's the scene from the one of those trailers that was included in that. So, mm-hmm. and um, for clarification, Vincent's like, "Oh, you're a boy," mm-hmm. and uh, Rin says yes. Um, and then it becomes this whole thing of like he like hand away and runs away from them, and it becomes this whole like rejection narrative. Um, which I can imagine would be extremely triggering for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just becomes this whole thing of him like lamenting as a drunk person in the bar of like, well, how do I deal with this person that I supposedly care about that like they're a guy and all of his friends are just completely bragging on him, which is not okay. Erica like pulls him aside. is like, dude, what the f- are you doing? Like yeah. that is such a f- up thing to do you need to like apologize as soon as possible and make this right again erica being the one good person and also like voice of reason here mm-hmm. and so vincent just like he's like oh i need to apologize also i'm in love so i'll do whatever i need to do and i'm like what <laughs> yeah um so he decides that he's going to like fight for the love of Ren and Ren gets taken by um, Mutton and you end up going through the whole like in scenario of the game like you would with K. Catherine or C. Catherine. Um, and eventually it's just like this whole thing of, um, you know, they're, they're going to end up together. Uh, one line that is very entertaining to me though is, um, the very last boss fight with Mutton, when the door is opening, they're like trying to to smooch each other, and he's like, "No PDA." <laughs> I was like, "He is a middle school chaperone right now." <laughs> um, so that was pretty funny. Um, and then you get like an extra part of the game that. Ren and Vincent are going to try and be together, and then Ren's brothers appear, and turns out that there are, like, angels. And, um... They decide that they are going to test Vincent and see if, like, he is good enough to be with Ren. There's a lot with this whole, like brother thing that is very problematic Mm -hmm. one that i mentioned to you and um we talked about a little bit is that ren is never actually given a chance to decide what their identity is right uh it's just kind of like the reveal happens and well ren's a guy that's it like the brothers say that, Vincent says it, it's just, okay, well, Rin's a guy. And Rin doesn't ever actually get a say in that. Like, Rin doesn't get to decide their identity. Correct. And that, to me, is very, very problematic. Um, that they are deciding for Rin who Rin is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was something that you brought up that 
I don't think was intentional, but... I don't think it was intentional either, but it is a way to... It's a way to read it, and it is yeah. something that I was like, yeah, okay, wow. Um, um, so I think we should also like, move a little bit forward in that. There's a, once you get through all the puzzles and everything that her brother puts you through, it's revealed, oh, they're aliens. They're aliens, which because is also problematic. A transgender person can't be real. They have to be an alien. Yeah. Um, well, and also it's not like, oh, you know, Ren and Vincent can't just be two regular people in love. Like, There's got to be a caveat, a catch. Yeah. Um, but there's a, there's a line when her brother, like, takes you to this weird world and is like, mad and all that stuff and he's like if you don't come with us or if you, if you try and stay here we will we will take you back re-erase your memories and put you through training essentially mm -hmm. which is how she kind of comes to to be where she is at the beginning of the game because she, she shows up and she has amnesia and all this sort of stuff and if you think about that there's a way to read that as like you know obviously she is or Ren is transgender um, and you have people telling her like, oh, or telling them, sorry, keep misgendering, um, that, oh, we're going to take you and basically wipe your memories and recondition you. Like this is basically just, uh, gender reconditioning theory. Yeah. That's what it's called. Um, I it's... blanked on the, I blanked on the exact phrase that it is, but it's like the, like, conversion therapy stuff yes that, yes yes thank you yeah um it's conversion therapy um which is very very harmful mm -hmm. and the fact that this is something that they've done before to Rin is also very problematic mm -hmm. um and gross yes and um Rin is also terrified at the beginning of the game Correct. Which is immediately after the memory wiping and all that. So, like, there, this is definitely a way to read it, and it does not help the case any. Not in the slightest. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, the whole aliens thing was really, really irritating. It's like, mm -hmm. really, guys? Like, I even would have been fine if they just stuck with the whole, like, angel twist on it um because you know they have the whole like demon succubus type thing it would have been like a nice foil but at the same time do you need a twist you don't need a twist and that was what i was getting at earlier yeah. is that like it could have just been rin who is a regular person that fell in love with vincent who is a regular person and mm -hmm. the only like supernatural being in well i was gonna say potential beings see Catherine but that's not the case because bosses too but um the only like dateable would be see Catherine who is um what's the word I'm looking for the demon well not even that just um like succubus. supernatural in some sense a spooky person um Rin didn't need that narrative <laughs> no Especially because of just, like, everything else problematic that they decided to pack into this game. Mm -hmm. um, so, again, I really feel like Full Body just, like, left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, because it did a lot to just, like, 
double down and wreck on anything that I thought was good about the original. And I think as well, like you're coming to this as like a remake or a re-release or a remaster, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And you have a game that is that is notorious for being transphobic. Yes. In its original release. And here's an opportunity for you to correct those wrongs, rewrite some of those scenes to make it less bad. Yes. And you don't do that. Which, I mean, granted, this is a game that is literally full of, like I said, misogyny and just people being Mm -hmm. adults acting like they are children. Yes. And on one hand, yeah, it makes sense that they would be transphobic pieces of But on the other hand, like, you have the chance to basically not make that be the be a thing be a sticking point in your game but then you just they, go around and double down on it yeah and that that is really the thing that upsets me about this is that like that was already really really upsetting in the original and then they just made it even worse and it's like guys really did you have to do that but i guess they did because it's alice and that's what they do yep so um it it sucked um it was I mean, that's really the only way to put it, is that it sucked. They shouldn't have done it. And, like I said, it it made... Maybe they shouldn't have put out Catherine again. Yeah, I think that's really what it should have been, is they shouldn't have put out Catherine again. Or, you know, even just, like, you can re-release it without new content. That'd be Mm -hmm. fine, too. Also, just fix the transphobia. Yeah. Hey, that's not hard. Wee. Erica deserves better. Yeah. Yeah. Erica Anderson is a champion for dealing with the b- that she puts up with. It's a lot of, a lot of, I mean, not a lot of, but just, yeah. She deserves much better than being in this b- game. Also, I'm really sad that I let the cop die. I felt really bad about that. Um, But also there are like two new dudes that are weird. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one guy who's, like, a rich oil baron. And then there's this other guy who is a cook who is in a band. Um, I didn't even know where they came from. I'm like, who are you? And then at the end of it, like, the oil baron was sitting in one of the booths and just had a pile of money. And I'm like, give me the money. I want the money. It wouldn't give me the money. He even left. Those gold bars. He got off, like out of the booth and left and just left all the money there. And I'm like, bah! So, um, I will say, soundtrack's still amazing. Soundtrack's super, super good. Um, they also added, um, Ride of the Valkyries in it as a remix. Every time I heard it, I kept thinking of the wrestling version of it to kick in. Oh my god. Uh, this soundtrack is legitimately like one of the best parts of the game, period. Like it was a very, very genius soundtrack. That's usually how Atlas games go nowadays. It's true. It was the same with five. Um any other thoughts on it? I don't like it anymore. <laughs> At all? None of nah. it. Um, the aliens look like minions for some reason. I don't know why that was a good idea. They're popular. Minions. (laughs) Oh my god. 
<sighs> well. I, this is a hard thing to segue from, but <laughs> we will we will try. Um, we played a game recently through co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, We've been really into co-op games. Yeah, so it's, it's a fun it's a fun way to play games. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was a new release of the game on consoles, but apparently this had been out on consoles since like 2017. Wow. Um, with the PC release dating it back to 2016, which that, mm-hmm. I, that I've, I knew about. But uh, we played through Human Fall Flat recently, which is a uh, a physics-based puzzle platformer. Yes. Um, it's got co-op, which I think co-op got added in relatively recently, like within the last year? Nice. I guess since 27, October 2017, so a year and a half-ish. Um I guess they put it out again, or like they put like a bundle out of it with a new level. I think that's why mm-hmm. what the version we played was, um, and it was like real cheap. So we we're like, I was like, hey, this is a this is a game. It's got co op. I've seen it played before, and it looks fun. We should play this. And that's what we did. We did, and it was really fun. Um, although, like a lot of the game was us just throwing each other off the edge, because mm-hmm. um, that's a thing you can do. Yeah, basically, it's. You're putting the put in these levels, and you have to you know use physics and all that sort of stuff to puzzle your way around the level and eventually find an exit. Um, co-op basically just adds another person to it to to play around with, and just gives you the same levels and everything. So it's the same game as like a single player version, but just you have more people, and you can you can I think play with up to like eight people online. Oh my god, that, that seems very chaotic. Ah, can you imagine trying to do that like? Uh, coal truck. <laughs> people. It might have gone a bit faster, but because you could use both trucks. Um, but yeah, a lot of it is just like you know figuring out all the the different the intricacies of the puzzle, um, and just you know working your way through that and getting through all of the levels. It's not a relatively long game. Like we got through it in like I think two settings. Yeah. So that's even with like the two DLC levels. Mm-hmm. But. As it a was co-op, super fun. As a co-op game by itself, like it is, it is a fun time, especially if like you're going into this fresh and don't know like the puzzles or anything. Um, it's it is a very very fun time because like you know you both get to like kind of like tackle the puzzles and like think co- think cooperatively if you're playing it that way, and like you know try and all right, well if we're gonna do this, let's do this solution. All right, let's try this, and then you get the the fun of like trying to drive a car with both people on it is very interesting, or trying to park a boat. Oh God, the boat. I parked that boat. You parked that boat, but also, like, there was one boat that you just made, like, a, a boat cluster f- I did make a boat cluster f- Um, But it was so fun. And um, then there was, like, the one part where I'm like, hey, go in that lighthouse. And you go in the lighthouse, and it was just, like, a trophy, and that was it. It was pitch black. I had to turn the brightness on my television all the way up just to see it going up the, the lighthouse. <laughs> and then I got up there, turned it on, and it was like, oh, that's okay. It's not where we go. It's not where we go, but also, yay. Yay. <laughs> I um, did it. <laughs> it was it was a really funny thing, but that I the most iconic moment for me was us trying to drive that truck. So there's a section where, like, you have some furnaces, and there's, like, a piece of coal and two of them, and then the other one's empty, and you have to, like, find coal and put them in there to light them up and cause another thing to happen to basically end the level. So there's a, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a truck at the bottom of this hill and you have to drive it up 
and once you go up there you climb a little bit and there's a coal depository mm-hmm. and there's like a little conveyor belt leading down and you can park your truck and like right under it and it'll just dispense coal into your truck yes um so that was that was relatively simple yeah getting up there doing all the cool stuff easy peasy (laughs) then we had to turn the truck around yep and drive it down yeah so like there's a there's an area like once you're up there where like it kind of like it's kind of blocked in a bit where like it's going to dump all the coal into your truck because like a little overhead thing that's how it dumps it in um and there's not a whole lot of area around where you are to basically do a big u-turn essentially mm-hmm. so we ended up doing like a 283 point turn yeah basically where we got like the the the, the tires stuck on this uh <laughs> on part of the the conveyor belt machine um a lot and a just lot. trying to figure out how we're going to turn this thing around we we one point we were going to just back it up and do that way but then that just that was almost a disaster <laughs> um so we we drove back up and tried to turn it around and that was when it was just like 15 minutes of trying to turn this truck around <laughs> Eventually we did it. We did it, and we drove back down. And we we finished the level, but like that was a that was an adventure. It was hilarious. That was the ultimate in teamwork. It really was. Like part of it was like, all right, you 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 steer. I will pick up this tire and try and push the the thing <laughs> over. <laughs> Maybe we will get unstuck this way. It was it was wild. Turn the truck around. Um. But yeah, again, a lot of it was also just us throwing each other off. Mm-hmm. Um, or like trying to throw each other off, but somebody would like grab onto the ground instead. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot like picking someone up, the other person grabbing onto you, and then just being like, well, we're not going anywhere. Yep. Um, and there was also um, a point in us playing that I was just like exhausted and just like stupid. And I just couldn't grab onto anything, period. <laughs> like, any time I tried to grab something, it just wouldn't happen. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what am I doing? <sighs> so it should be said um, that your character is customizable. Yes. Um, the first time you played, you played as a doggo. I was a doggo. And I was an astronaut head and a tuxedo body and sweatpants pants yes um the second time that we played it we're like oh we're gonna change outfits and then we came in we had very similar outfits because we both had the pumpkin head we both had Mm -hmm. peg legs the only difference is that i had like the like inner tube for swimming Mm -hmm. and i had a horse you had a horse (laughs) It was amazing how very in sync we were. It was really funny. Um, that was a really fun game to play co-op, though. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, and it's, just, it's interesting how like this is all made by one person. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, I don't, I don't think it's as cheap as it was when we picked it up because that was like a probably an introductory price for that new level that came out, but. It's not expensive in the slightest at all. Like I think it, at, at regular price, it's fifteen. Oh, that, that's worth it still. Yeah. So like, if you, I would assume it's probably as good by yourself. But if you have friends who would be into this, like I would definitely suggest doing that. Like, yeah. Being like, I, hey, I we say. should play this game. Um, 
I think it's local local co-op as an option, yeah. but that's only two player. But then if you want to expand it out to like to update, that is online. Um, but yeah, it is. It's a blast. It's so fun. So it's a real fun fun time all around. There was also one moment where we were just like staring at a gate for like a solid half hour. Half hour, just trying to figure out how to break it. And then, like, I just had this idea to do, like, remove a pipe and do this, and then it did, the, it worked, and we were just like, sure. Yep. Okay. Right. <laughs> we tried everything we could think of, and then it was just like, well, mm-hmm. all right, I guess that was the solution. That was, that was, that was, yeah, that was a thing. <sighs> oh, boy. <laughs> we were, like, at our wits' end because we had tried everything that we could think of, and just nothing was working. We were just like, what do we do here? And I was like, maybe if I do this, this might happen. I don't know. And then it worked. I was like, oh, great. This was also like very late in the day. So, yes. Very, very fun, though. It's yeah, it's a it's a, it is a fun, fun time all around. Fun for the whole family. And it's basically everywhere, so, like, if you want to pick it up on console, on PC, on mobile. Mobile? Mobile. There's a there's a bounty of places to play, so. It's fun. If they do more DLC of it, I would definitely go back to it and play that, that DLC. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would, mm-hmm. too. So, yeah. I think that about does it. It does it? For everything. Cool. I'm gonna go put a heating pad on my butt. Nice. Why aren't you sitting on your donut? I am. Okay. But I've been putting a heating pad on when I go to sleep. That's that is smart. Mm-hmm. Smart, smart, smart. Why? Well, I know you're putting Loki on your butt, but like. <laughs> For context, everyone, I broke my tailbone. And also, she calls Loki her heating pad at times. Well, <laughs> I do do that, but I have an actual heating yes. pad that I've been putting on my butt. And you are legitimately injured. <laughs> Yes. Um, Loki would not sit still on my butt for that long. He would not. Unless he was asleep. Even said, I don't think he would. It would be like a half hour at most. Mm-hmm. Then he'd be like, I'm an adventurer. Cause chaos. <laughs> chaos! Yay! What's this on your desk? Gone! <laughs> oh, I, I have it completely covered with tin foil. My friend came over on Saturday and I was giving him the grand tour of my house and he's like can i ask you a weird question like sure whatever and he's like why do you have tinfoil all over your desk <laughs> i was like solid question my friend um it is cat repellent he's like excuse me what i'm like yeah cats don't like the feel of tinfoil on their feet and he's like oh that's good to know because he also has two cats it's one of those but, things i learned from being friends with al yep cats don't like tinfoil mm-hmm but yeah my desk is just covered in tinfoil <laughs> yep so basically my desk looks like leftovers <laughs> you're, you're just waiting to, to put something on there put some like cookies on there <laughs> so uh, anyway um, I guess that's it that's it we're done we're done done ski done skis so hello if you'd like more from us go to seasonalmecheckup.com or sac.cool <laughs> where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like seasonal checkup and jared now watch 
Uh, you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. Yep. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A, where you can get fun things like this podcast with no no edits because I don't edit it on Tuesdays after I put it up because that would be a lot of time and I'm lazy. And that's that's how it is. So you get to hear all them curse words. Yay! And, and gaps and anything weird that happens, which we didn't get any meows today, but it's a darn shame. Usually you leave those in anyway though. It's true. They're the they're the they are the co hosts. They are the co co hosts. We are the hosts, they are the co hosts. Oh, I see. That makes sense. They mm-hmm. are the co hosts. Yeah. They are the co hosts slash guest stars. Yes. They are the uh the consistent guest stars. They're on our revolving chair of guests but they're just always there <laughs> sitting <laughs> good boys um next week we will discuss i don't know something games are coming out so we'll probably be in a, a slog of games here soon mm-hmm. um but i don't know we'll talk about something we'll figure it out Ye. it's what we do it is it's what we do oh my god max belly max belly Max Belly. That's the way to end the podcast. I want to shove my face into it. I mean, it's not Loki, so you won't get killed. True. He won't attack your face, but I... <laughs> Why are you touching my belly? Belly. <laughs>